Hey everybody, Todd back, Todd back 365. It is Friday, February 28th, 10:15 a.m. And guys, today we got a special treat. We got a first guest on Todd back 365. Brian Kamenish is here. Brian, talk to me. What's up, Todd? It's an honor to be here. This is uh, Ryan Kamenish from Ryan Kamenish Three. Just three. I'll probably only get on three episodes. <laughs> so. So Ryan and I are at Manchester Coffee Company, mm. and it's Ryan's home away from home. Special. And so we are going to talk a little bit today about the coffee scene in Lexington, mm. and more specifically, this place, because Man, you love it. I do. I do love Manchester. It's got a good vibe. They have a good coffee. There's usually somewhere to sit. And one of my favorite things, which we were just talking about, is that they have parking. Unlimited, free, easy in and out parking. If you come here, you know you're going to get a spot. And that's like, that's huge. So for our listeners, where, where is Manchester Coffee Company? Uh, so it looks like it's on the corner of Oliver Lewis and Manchester Street, which is currently closed if you're, uh, you know, trying to get through town. Um, if you're coming from New Circle, you're, you're screwed. And if you're coming from downtown trying to get to New Circle, you're screwed. So just be careful about that. So, how long have you been a, an aficionado in the coffee world? Ooh, I, I mean, I wouldn't call myself an aficionado, but I... I okay. Um, I think it started... I started drinking a lot of coffee in college. Uh, well, actually, I started drinking uh, in Nicaragua with my family when I was younger. Um, so, I got a lot of Nicaraguan coffee experience. And they have a different way of making coffee which kind of introduced me to like just drinking black coffee because uh, they like boil the coffee beans in a pot. What? They like, I mean the coffee grinds, but they like boil them almost, they bring it almost to a boil and then they pour it through a, like a filter out of the pot. What? So you get like way more flavor out of the coffee. It's wow. really, really incredible. Like it doesn't have to be expensive coffee, but you can get like really, really good flavor. So it's like a a version of a pour over it's kind of like a pour over a massive like, pour over yeah it's incredible yeah but like they cook they like cook it into the water i don't know it's amazing hmm. that's how they that's how like the poor people make it because nobody has coffee makers so what is your favorite coffee location in lexington right now uh probably here honestly really? i mean yeah this is where i come this is my spot it's three minutes from my house they have good coffee they usually have a place uh, to sit I, like I told you the other day, though, I really like uh, our Breville at the office. That uh, I make a really good Americano there. It's I, I really, it's one of my favorite Americanos that I can get. What's your favorite coffee drink? Probably Americano. Americano? Yeah, just like black coffee, basically, but with a little bit of like creamy foam on top. Oh, but but not actual cream. It's Solid. just the, it's just the espresso that, that makes them. So. What, what's your opinion of the coffee scene in Lexington right now? Do we have room for improvement? Are there, what are some other good places besides this one? Yeah. Well. Because I struggle with that. Yeah, yeah, besides yeah. Besides Cup of Commonwealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think we, we have a lot of people that are producing coffee. We have a lot of people roasting coffee, but not enough people are paying attention to the significance, the importance of a, a good space. So, you know, most of our coffee shops, you can usually get a decent cup of coffee, you know, depending on what your preferences are. But the, but the vibe, the environment of the actual location is maybe lacking a little bit. Um, and I think that that's, that's maybe a, a place for improvement. Uh, so I think another coffee shop 
could succeed here if they pay really special attention to like the environment that they're that they're kind of providing for their customers. Hmm. That's my take. I like yeah. it because everyone's got different tastes in coffee, yeah. and so like, and, and a lot of times people. Like, people complain about, like, good and bad coffee, but, like, people drink coffee. Yeah. People buy Speedway coffee. You know, yeah. they're drinking Folgers. Yes. Can I can I give you one? My, I meant to make a post about this on the old Facebook the other day mm-hmm. when I was in a squirrely mood. Okay. You know something that blows my mind? Okay. Starbucks yeah. is what most people think of when they think of coffee. Right. right? They think Starbucks coffee. Yep. Right? That's what it says on every building. Starbucks yep. coffee. Yep. Well... When I go to Starbucks and it's like beyond 10 a.m., mm-hmm. when I ask them for a regular coffee, sometimes they look at me like I'm crazy yep. when I say, I want a blonde, blonde roast, which is on oh, your menu. Wow. And they're like, oh, we don't have any of that. Mm. It'll be a five minute for a pour. But they look at me yeah. like I'm, I am disrupting their day. Asking them for it's kind of crazy, isn't it? It is, and I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want a milkshake. Yeah, I don't want uh, a tea. I want a fucking coffee. Yeah, like that's what I want. Like that's what you should serve now. And then the other funny thing about it, it's by far the cheapest thing on their menu, except yeah. for their uh, triple filtered water. It's free. <laughs> But it's like, so is that the other part that like they're gonna have to work to give me a two dollar and fifty cent cup of? I just think it's a yeah. funny, interesting well, thing with, yeah. the, with the coffee world right now. Yeah, and I yeah, get yeah. it, but just like, don't look at me like like I'm inconveniencing yeah. you to make me a coffee. There's a training, yeah. There's when a, you work at a coffee there, shop. There's a room for improvement in the way that they train uh, that response. I think there's some there's sometimes they have a better response, which is usually like, it will be a pour over. Is that okay? And pour uh, are delicious. Yeah. And yes. the, they've just, I'm sure every single Starbucks employee has had somebody yell at them because they told them it would be five minutes or whatever. And so they're like kind of nervous to tell you that it's a pour over. It's like, I hope they don't yell at me because I don't have that coffee right behind me <laughs> that I can hand it to you. But it takes, it takes at least like two minutes or three minutes to make a latte. But they never like. You think it's just the expectation? Espresso espresso drinks are faster. You can make an espresso drink faster than a pour over. A pour over takes some care. There's a a process there. They usually, I think, they grind the beans for your specific drink, and then they have to like pour the water through the little special tea kettle. And it's like it's kind of a labor-intensive process. It's a nice process. It's nice, but they also have like six people behind you who are going to order a frappe double mocha, extra cream with skim milk and two shots, dirty chai, you know. (laughs) And so they have to remember that, and they have to write it on the little cup. All right. Anyway. That's just my thing. Yeah. No, I I mean, I I drink Starbucks. I'm not snobby. I'll drink. I like their dark roast typically. I don't do blonde. Yeah. Um... And I like the Chevy Chase Starbucks. I go there. Yeah. Uh, there's a new one on uh, Lee's Town right there across from Meadowthorpe that's actually pretty nice. A new Starbucks. I gotta go check that out. I, yeah. Someone else told me about that. What? Okay. Best vibes and coffee places. Like, uh-huh. what are your top three places for best vibes? Not Ooh. necessarily best coffee. Just like you, you know, you'll be comfortable there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is actually probably one the Manchester. Yes. Um, I I do like to go to Chevy Chase, but it's usually pretty crowded, and sometimes it's hard to find a Chevy Chase Starbucks. Yes, Chevy okay. Chase Starbucks. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Um, and then. Um, hmm. I like I like the the one in the city center downtown. Really? Yeah, it's kind of got like a 
I also like Sunrise Bakery, but they're not open very much. Like their hours are so bad. Like they yeah. close at like two p.m. Yeah. So, but it's a fun like spot to pop in if you're downtown in the morning, which I live downtown, so I usually am. Yeah, um, and I'm sure it's probably not very crowded, is it? Uh, no, no, it? people come in and out, but not many people hang out there. And the other cool thing about it. From my, like, being in a bakery, it's just, like, smells amazing. It feels like you're in a big city. Like, it kind of reminds oh, me of New York. Sunrise. Sunrise Bakery, gotcha, sorry. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, what were you thinking I was on? Starbucks. Oh, the downtown Starbucks. Well, there's two downtown. But the, and they're both okay. But I like the one in the city center a little city bit center. better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the servers there are horrible, though. Like, oh, they're, okay. they're not real. Sorry. This, is this going to be published? Yes. Uh, I don't want to say they're horrible, but they're, uh, they aren't trained the way that normal Starbucks employees are trained because it's a franchise store. Mm. So there's two different types of, there's two different types of Starbucks, right? Okay. So like Target and Kroger have what's called franchise Starbucks. Yes. Where they're run, owned and run by the owner of the facility. And I so see. you have like Target employees pouring lattes. And I stuff. See. They don't I really see. know what they're doing. I see. But if you go to a real Starbucks, they have like archers training and they're proper baristas. Just so you know. Are those hipster socks? Well, they both have the same. Yes. So I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Just a little uh, info. So what, what do you think the next, like, phase is for all right here's my idea yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this, this is what one, i think is going to happen where are we at here all right oh no, my gosh damn this is going long sorry buddy okay all right the next phase what i think is really is going to take off here that's really popular in europe is something called a cafe bar oh which is like something that evolves from the coffee shop into kind of a bar slash afternoon drink place oh and you can you can hang out and lounge there um, and they usually have a really cool vibe. Sometimes it's sometimes they even have food like sandwiches and stuff. Um, and then they have some cool like cocktails and kind of a night nightlife type scene. It's not like a club, but it's like a place to go before you go to a club. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're kind of popular in Europe. You know, when um, Lauren and I were in Charleston. They had a place that was soup. It was a dessert place mm. that was just all desserts and like dessert coffees, mm. and it was like packed. Yeah, and it was like, but it was only open like during yeah. afternoon or like afternoon evening hours. It was interesting. Yeah. I was like, well, hmm. yeah. I think that's another. I mean, I think you bring up a good point. Like people who create specialized products, like a niche. You know, we yeah. say in real estate, like yeah. riches are in the niches. Yeah. You know. If you create something that's only for a specific group, yeah, I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna succeed if you do it really well, and and people are looking for that. There's with that's the it. with the evolution of the internet, there's so many different preferences and things that people want. Yeah, that if you specialize and create something that's unique yeah. and awesome, yeah. and you just and you just kill that yeah. thing, yeah, people will come to you and you succeed because. And Everyone is exposed. Like people are able to find you now, and they'll tell other people. Yeah, right. It's like with the, the Seth Godin thing, right? right? When you tell, when you make something for everyone, right. that's mass. That's yeah. for average. And then that's if right. you make it for a certain 
section yeah. of, of what's your specialty, yeah. like that attracts the people. Mm-hmm. That's what we want. We it's want, like, a, it's we like want a, a curated experience, exactly. you know? We want to, like that's Netflix. Like Netflix learned exactly. that years ago and that's why yeah. they're, like it's our list. There's, yeah. You know, there's, there's probably like 10,000 plus titles on Netflix and you see maybe 30 of them. It's true. It's true. You would never go through. Sometimes 10. it's frustrating though because I'm tired of seeing the same thirty names and uh, same thirty shows, and I'm like, give me something new, Netflix. I want like a random button. Like, <laughs> could you just like put random stuff that that's unrelated to anything I've ever watched? Because I because I am like interested in other things. Surprisingly, you know, <laughs> Netflix. Not according to them. Put, put me in a no. daggone box. Not their algorithm, man. They know what you. They like. got me. Yeah. All right, guys. Well. This is going to wrap up the first session. Sorry, I went wrong. First coffee chat Thanks, with, Ryan, with Ryan Kamenich. Yeah. We'll do another one. I would love it. Right, signing Thank off. Bye.